Anger is all the rage these days, but it's a difficult emotion to sit with. How can we experience and deal with our anger in a mindful way that means we're not hulking out, but also not suppressing it? Welcome to Mindfulness for Beginners. my friend, I hope you're happy, hope you're peaceful. It's your old pal Sean and if you're enjoying the podcast then I would invite you to become a supporter of the show on Patreon. The link is in the description, there's lots of exclusive content. Please do consider joining, it's super easy to sign up and you can find out what's happening with the future of the podcast. I'll be sharing some exciting news there in the next couple of days. If you have suggestions for episodes, you can either join the Facebook group or fill out the listener research form. Links to both are in the description. Today's episode was inspired by an anonymous suggestion from a listener, so thank you whoever you are. A student is writing an essay for school about anger, and she asks her father, what's the difference between irritation, anger, and exasperation? The father replied, it depends on the context, let me show you. He picks up the phone and dials a random number. A man answers the phone and her father asks him, hello, is Melvin there? The man answered, there's no one living here named Melvin, can I ask you to be a bit more careful when you dial, you just interrupted my show. He hung up the call and turns to his daughter. That was irritation. The father dialed the same number again, hello, is Melvin there? The man on the other end paused for a second, his temper rising. You just called this number and I told you there's no Melvin here. Stop calling this number. And he hung up abruptly. The father looked at his daughter and said, that was anger. And now I'll show you what exasperation means. He dialed the same number. And when a man shouted, hello, the father said, hello, this is Melvin. Has there been any calls for me? That's a joke so old, it was written in the days before smartphones, before you could see the number of the person dialing and just block them. And it feels like in the smartphone era, we've become both angrier as a society, but also somehow less in touch with our anger, less comfortable with anger. Being in touch with anger and how you express it is something that culturally varies massively between different parts of the world. Irish people occasionally get angry Now, I know what you're saying, Sean, I don't believe you. I simply won't accept that Irish people get angry. But no, it's true. Even your old pal Sean gets angry sometimes. And in my youth, I was quite fiery. I moved to the south of England from Northern Ireland in my 20s to take a job. And the biggest cultural change for me was how you expressed your feelings. I had more than one occasion where I was annoyed about work or the trains expressed that in chats with friends or colleagues and was met with a bit of an awkward response. Just coming out and saying that you feel angry or annoyed isn't really the done thing, so I had to learn to tone down how I described being pissed off. I had to start using phrases like feeling a bit fed up, I was confused by your email, or the classic English expression of suppressed rage, hey ho. I genuinely admire the stoic English response to accepting reality even when it's difficult, but I don't believe there should be a taboo around feeling anger and expressing that in words. The seeds of anger exist within everyone, including me and you, and denying their existence or suppressing feelings results in them being expressed in other inappropriate ways, like whack-a-mole. Equally, We don't want to react in a knee-jerk way every time we feel angry about something. 
So is there a happy medium between Ireland and England, a metaphorical Isle of Man? Well, we can start with our perception. Anger isn't a negative emotion. There really are no negative emotions. There's only suffering caused by our reaction to what we feel. And of course, reactions to anger can lead to a great deal of suffering. But if we tend to our anger with compassion, we can learn to sit with it comfortably. Of course, there may be reasons why we don't feel comfortable. We might have been taught that feeling angry is wrong, or we may have grown up with someone in our lives who was angry. We can start to let go of these beliefs and habits that cause us to suffer when we feel anger by simply seeing that they exist and understanding that we don't need these restrictions anymore. Next, we can understand what our triggers are. And it's helpful to see these through the lens of why we experience anger. Anger exists to help us to become aware of when our boundaries are being breached. It's there to help us recognize when we're being attacked so that we can defend ourselves. But because of our experiences and traumas, we interpret specific events as putting us in danger and we can respond or overreact with fear or anger. It's really helpful to map out the situations where anger is likely to arise for you so that you can start to get underneath why you feel under attack. What are the boundaries that your mind perceives uh, are being breached? And then we can sit with our anger and accept it. Notice it arising. Feel it in our bodies. Be aware of the thoughts that are associated with it. Anger is an emotion where we get swept away very easily and we're no longer aware of the thoughts we're having, which can lead us to say and do things we regret. But we can train ourselves to sit with anger and breathe into and out of it. And that then allows us to listen to our anger. As we talked about last week, our mind wants to talk to us, but it can't always communicate directly. Sometimes it reads a situation, and the only way it can tell us something is wrong is through a feeling the question you need to ask yourself when you feel angry is, what is my mind trying to tell me? Based on your triggers, based on your thoughts, given the situation, what is my mind trying to protect me from? And is there some truth to it, or is it only a perception? And once we've had that time to process, then we can talk about it. Sometimes that might mean a difficult conversation with someone we love or someone at work, but if we've had the time to sit with, accept, and listen to your anger, we can have that conversation in a compassionate way. I've talked about conflict in a recent podcast, so I won't repeat it here. In the first Avengers movie, Captain America tells Bruce Banner, the Incredible Hulk, now might be a good time to get angry. And Banner replies, that's my secret, Cap. I'm always angry. And then he turns into the Hulk and punches a massive metallic space fish in the face. I really like that quote, not because we need to hulk out when we get angry, but because through being in touch with our anger all of the time, we don't need to hulk out. In fact, we can learn about who we are, what's important to us, our boundaries, our past, from our anger. As Thich Nhat Hanh says, to suppress or chase away our anger is to suppress or chase away ourselves. So let's sit with our anger now. And if you feel comfortable, I would invite you to think of something that happened recently that made you feel angry. And let's see if we can work through it together. I'm going to start with three sounds of the bell and the usual settling in introduction. 
I'm going to start as we always do by focusing our beginner's mind on our posture. And I would invite you to imagine that you have a thread attached to the crown of your head. And it's gently pulling you upwards into an upright position. Your spine like a stack of coins. Your heart raised upwards and outwards. Your hands comfortably in your lap. And just allowing a gentle smile to emerge in your face as we enjoy the stability of our posture. Expanding that spotlight of awareness to your entire body. Noticing where you feel warm or cold. Noticing where you feel tense or relaxed. Becoming aware of the sensation of the clothes against your skin. And the points of contact between your body and the chair and the floor. Shifting that spotlight of awareness to your thoughts and feelings. And as we go through the guided meditation, just noticing each thought as it arises. And that might be an anxious thought about the future. It could be a happy thought about today. Or an angry thought about yesterday. Just sitting with each thought. Maybe putting a label to it listening to it, allowing it to leave, and then gently, and without judgment, bringing your attention back to your breath. And finally, focusing your awareness on the breath, noticing that column of air between your nose and your diaphragm. Noticing how the air feels cooler on the way in, warmer on the way out. Breathing in, I know I am breathing in. Breathing out, I know I am breathing out. In, out.
Breathing in, my breath grows deep. Breathing out, my breath goes slow. Deep, slow. Breathing in, I see my anger. Breathing out, I smile to my anger. Seeing anger, smiling.
breathing in. I see the trigger to my anger. Breathing out, I smile to the trigger to my anger. Seeing trigger, smiling. Breathing in, I feel anger in my body. Breathing out, I sit with my anger. Anger and body, sitting with anger.
breathing in. I breathe into my anger. Breathing out. I breathe out my anger. Breathing into anger. Breathing out anger. Breathing in, I look deeply into the roots of my anger. Breathing out, I smile to the roots of my anger. Roots of anger, smiling.
Breathing in, I establish myself in the present moment. Breathing out, I realize it is a wonderful moment. Present moment, wonderful moment. And as we reach the end of the guided meditation, just taking a moment to notice any changes in your body, in the areas of relaxation, in the areas of discomfort, and taking a moment to stretch those, massage them, whatever your body needs. Noticing any changes in your mind. And if you feel a sense of calm or peace, then I would invite you to carry that through the rest of your day. And finally, opening your eyes and returning your awareness to the room that you're in. And may you be happy, may you be peaceful, and may you see yourself through the eyes of understanding and compassion. Slana will And I'll see you next time. I build